everyone. Welcome to Oh Wow the Podcast, a weekly recap and analysis of every episode of Skins UK starting from the very beginning. I'm your host, Augustine, and today we're getting into Season 5, Episode 3, Mini. So it's been quite a week in Skins history. Uh, Two days ago was the 15th anniversary of the first episode of Skins airing on E4. So I did post about that to the Instagram saying happy International Skins Day. It was really nice to see it trending on Twitter and just reminding everyone among the sea of euphoria hype that Skins is the OG along with other great shows such as Degrassi. There's the originals that set the precedent for the modern shows such as Euphoria which I still refuse to watch, but will be referencing a couple of times in this episode. Also, I was looking at my calendar, and February 13th is the first episode of this podcast last year that I ever posted, and it's crazy that I'm now recording. It's either the 39th or 40th episode or something of this podcast, so I just really appreciate you all for listening and tuning in and chatting with me and it's been a really fun project during the pandemic to just have this and so thanks everyone for listening and I hope you're all doing okay since it's the depths of winter and we're still here just uh watch some skins and escape reality that's what I always say so We wake up in Minnie's room, and everything is very sparkly and pink. She has her perfect little matching pajamas and sleep mask, and it's very cute, and she gets out of bed. We see her morning routine is very regimented and controlled, and she has a comically small portioned breakfast that's like five sunflower seeds. It's obviously supposed to be dramatic. Um, And we just see that Minnie is definitely someone who likes to feel in control of herself and the world around her. And I love Minnie as a character and really relate to her in a lot of ways, so I'll be getting into that as we go through the episode. I have some theories that I have not run by anyone else so you guys will just have to tell me if you agree or not but anyway so she starts out with her very portioned breakfast and goes to work out she does this what reminds me of like a spin cycle except it's like a treadmill workout type of thing then she walks by nick's rugby practice and i don't know if we even have found out nick's name yet but that's her boyfriend's name he's like the popular jock guy And she's the beautiful girl turning heads, walking by as these other girls are watching the practice. And we're supposed to see that Minnie has very high social status in the school and that all the guys are checking her out. And she gets into the school and we find out that there is going to be a Roundview College charity fashion show for the blind. Along with the trope of driving a car into a lake on a camping trip. I also appreciate that this show and Inbetweeners both have a charity fashion show episode and that that's just like a thing that needs to happen in British teen dramas or 
sitcoms, whatever. Like, I just love this trope. And so Minnie is supposed to be in charge of the fashion show. Grace is supposed to be designing some of the clothes. And you can see that there's a lot of tension between these two due to everything that's been going on. And especially because of Grace's friendship with Frankie, who comes in pushing this cart with all the clothes that are really cool looking and I actually really like their concept which is like we're gonna make tactile clothing for people who are blind so that we can like have them enjoy the textures of the clothing I think that's really cool and Minnie just has to put down Grace and has to put down Frankie so of course she's like I hate it you're fired Grace like get out of here because Minnie doesn't want anyone to undermine her and her status is already feeling threatened and that's a big theme in this episode is that Minnie works very hard to retain her place in the social status, social hierarchy. So also I noted that Liv is funny. Liv we kind of see is a bruh girl as some may say because she's like chugging a bag of chips and then is just kind of rolling her eyes at Minnie and it's very interesting in this episode comparing how chill everybody (laughs) seems compared to Minnie which I'm laughing because I'm like I relate to this feeling and sometimes you just wonder how other people are so laid back um I'm kind of a high-strung person sometimes, but I'm working on it. been working on it really hard. So Minnie says that she wants the theme of the fashion show to be white tie and tiara and that she and Nick are going to be the last two to walk out and she's going to be the princess. And I see that's, you know, what she thinks would be a good idea, but... That sounds corny to me. Sorry, Minnie. So the tensions are very high between the girls and Minnie and Liv walk out after this committee meeting and Grace runs up and Grace is like standing up for herself and I love it. She's like, you bitches can't talk to me this way and don't treat me this way and stop trying to isolate me. And Minnie gaslights the fuck out of Grace and is being so awful. She's like you're having a mental breakdown like you're crazy grace you're obviously unstable right now and it was triggering for me to watch this because i'm just like many stop gaslighting grace and being awful and then being like we're not treating you badly like you're just going crazy and having a crisis oh i hated that i i'm gonna yell a lot in this episode but i'll try to keep it to a minimum I'll try to just communicate it clearly, but it was really horrible watching Minnie treat Grace this way because Grace is so sweet too and I love seeing her stand up for herself. So then Minnie and Nick talk and we see how disgusting he is and I fucking despise Nick. I've seen this episode many times and it never really stood out to me how vile he is. He's vile. I don't care. There's no excuse. There is, like, no reason for him to be this creepy and gross and just manipulative. I don't feel bad for Nick. We don't really know anything about him at this point. And all we see is him being like, well, 
you're supposed to stay at my family's house tonight so we can have sex, so I'll do the fashion show with you if you'll have sex with me, basically. And she says, okay, and he's like, what, it's not like a big deal, you're not like a virgin or anything, and we can see the fear in Minnie's eyes that she definitely is a virgin, and is scared of the potential of having sex with him which is fair enough and like he's just being so gross and objectifying and that continues through this whole episode and i will be yelling about it the whole time so if you're a nick fan which i have never seen ever in the fandom like i've seen cook fans and cook is a piece of shit for a lot of the episodes but cook you can get behind Cook, you know? I've never seen, like, a diehard Nick fan in the Skins fandom, and for that I'm grateful, because he's terrible. And I don't know if he gets any better, or if he just sucks the whole time, I don't remember. So, anyway. Oh, another comment is just that Minnie has these, like... Oops, sorry, I hit my hand on the desk. Um, Minnie has this journal, this stack of journals, and she, like, cuts out... Um, fashion models and paste them in her journals which is very much an eating disorder thing to do and also is very much kind of there's a lot of queer coding in this episode with Minnie and there's a lot of her like admiring women and like hyper focusing on women and I just think part of that is like queer coding I feel like some of my guests would agree with me if I had someone here with me. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that. But also it's definitely like an eating disorder thing, which we can see that that's an issue for her based on the morning routine we've seen so far. And while they're talking, he's also kind of eyeballing Liv, which is great. Love when your boyfriend checks out your friends in front of you. So romantic, so respectful. Minnie goes to the gym again, and it made me think of this article called Everyone is Beautiful and Nobody is Horny. If you guys haven't read that, just Google that phrase and the article will come up. And it's this great article about like how people work on their aesthetic not to have sex or be sexy anymore, but just to like treat our bodies like an object that needs to look a certain way, and how people used to go to the gym to like get hot to fuck other hot people but now it's like just for social media and image and whatever it's an interesting article so check that out she goes home and she's got this magazine just like a teen magazine whatever cosmo and it's like showing how to do sex positions and we can just see she's really like inexperienced and she's really just forcing herself into these awkward positions and so much of Minnie's life is just about pleasing other people it really bums me out um just to see how much she wants validation from people and there's this whole thing of where it's like oh she like has daddy issues because her dad's not there we'll meet her mom in a little bit um I don't know I feel very sad for Minnie a lot of the time, and I, like, do empathize and sympathize with her a lot, so, um, but anyway, I was talking about the Sex Positions magazine thing, just looks uncomfortable, you don't have to do all that, trust me, um, (laughs) so she goes out to the backyard, 
and her mom is also in this like pink tracksuit and is doing the shake weights if you guys remember shake weights hot uh very like regina george's mom amy poehler and mean girls being like i'm a cool mom i shake weight oh yeah i'm hot i'm a sexy hot mom and kind of reminds me of like cassie's parents who are very focused on being like sexy and sexuality and it kind of sets a weird precedent for their daughter who is like okay so i should be sexual and sexy and minnie's mom is even worse though and is just like men only want one thing and once they have it they're gonna disappear and a woman's value is in her looks basically so it's just really poor role modeling um Minnie heads out to go bowling since she's kind of been negotiating with Nick to not have to spend the night alone with him so he invites along his friend Ryder who is a douche and she invites Liv and they go on this double date bowling that's the compromise and the guys are so disgusting they're horrible they're just making sexual comments the whole time and then we learn a great life lesson from skins (laughs) didn't spiral me into alcoholism or anything which is like oh if you're uncomfortable just drink alcohol and then it'll be fun (laughs) which is a really really important life lesson just kidding don't do that if you're uncomfortable with people just don't hang out with them uh it took me 26 years to learn that lesson Um, But they are just drinking, and (sighs) it's very depressing. And also, Minnie doesn't even want to drink. Like, she is a really good kid and is acting very age-appropriate. And Nick literally says, don't be boring, babe, and pressures her in front of everyone. I want to slap this mf'er. Like, half my notes are just like fuck you nick in all capitals so Minnie tries even when she's like intoxicated she tries to get out of this situation and she hides nick's keys so that she can hopefully just go home and then Ryder's like no it's fine we can go to my place so great they go to Ryder's place immediately they're like playing strip uh what is it called never have i ever I don't miss those days. (laughs) I don't miss Never Have I Ever. I really don't. Um, So, anyway, Liv and Ryder immediately are, like, banging, and Nick is like, okay, time for us to bang, Minnie. Um, This is so romantic with your best friend getting pounded, like, two feet away from us. I hate him. Have I mentioned that? Did I mention that to you guys that I hate him? I hate him. Um, And so they're like making out and Minnie says, you're amazing. She's trying so hard to be romantic and get love from him. And he just says, you're fucking hot. And even Minnie's like, is that the only reason you like me? And... I'm just laughing and I can barely talk because I hate Nick so much that I'm like speechless. <laughs> like I hate him. 
Um, so I'm really happy when she pukes on him. When he's like, cool, we're going to have sex now. And she just barfs on him. And I love it. I'm very proud of her. Like, she should puke on him. Fuck him. Don't fuck him. Puke on him. So she's like passed out in the bathroom puking from the alcohol and yeah don't drink that much when you eat five sunflower seeds all day also you're gonna get blacked out when everyone else is like fine tough life lesson but um it's not a good feeling and so Liv is like taking care of her and trying to get her out of Ryder's house Nick comes along to, I guess, make sure Minnie's okay. Does he really care? (laughs) Kind of doubtful, but he goes back with Liv and Minnie to Minnie's house, and he's like, I don't know anything about her, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. They're just talking about Minnie, and Liv says something interesting, which is she's full on all the time, and that's the best and the worst thing about her, and I kind of relate to that. Not to, like, claim that for myself, but I think it's a relatable thing for really intense people. Um, And then Nick and Liv are, like, laying on Minnie's bedroom floor, getting all cuddly, and he negs her and says, you have a reputation, but you're pretty alright, I guess. And it made me think of, I've only seen this euphoria scene on Twitter, but I guess the guy is like, hey, Jules, you're a whore, but, like, it's cool, and you don't give a fuck. But you're, like, chill, and it just made me think of that scene that I have seen from Euphoria, and I'm like, skin's did it first, but whatever. Nick said to live on the floor, you have a reputation, but you're alright, and then they kind of awkwardly didn't cuddle, but there was an intimate energy between them as they slept next to each other on the floor. The next morning, Minnie wakes up hungover, obviously feeling like shit, and immediately hits the gym, which is a horrible feeling. Ugh, working out hungover. Don't miss that. Love sobriety. It's a great thing. So, her horrible, disgusting adult role model gym instructor says, Oh, you've gained... 20 grams or something well many good girls don't swallow it's just gross Minnie has no positive role models in her life other than it seems like TV and magazines uh which <laughs> yeah also I think that Minnie I don't want to say anything, but she might be autistic coded or like neurodivergent in some way coded due to the way that she tries to act normal just because that's the way my neurodivergent ass was trying to be like, no, I can just act like people in TV and magazines, even with skins. As I said, literally in the first episode of this podcast, like, I'll just act like these people who seem cool and then everyone will think I'm normal and it 
kind of works until it doesn't. And also because of some other sensory reasons that we'll get into in a little bit. So anyway, she goes to the gym. We find out this is the day of the fashion show. Um, she's having a horrible day. Minnie's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. She thinks that Nick and Liv are hooking up because she saw them on the floor in the morning and is like, what the fuck happened? Why are these two curled up on the floor together? And she's trying to get everything ready for the fashion show. People are just coming up to her asking questions and demanding her attention. And this is why I'm like, I feel like she's having an autism meltdown or like overstimulation from all of this only because like me, um, relatable meltdown queen and she passes out. So that's not great. And then that turns into, oh, Minnie is unwell and she can't run the fashion show, which obviously does not help with her control freak um, tendencies. So she gets kicked off of the show committee, goes home, completely loses it. It was funny because she was doing her self-tan at home as I had my tan soaking into my pores. This self-tan I did at home this morning turned out really good. Sometimes they turn out terrible, you know, the blotchy orange tan. This one turned out really good, so shout out to Jurgens. Uh, but anyway, and she like bleaches sections of her hair. And honestly, fucking me when I'm having a mental breakdown and I'm like, I need to tan and bleach my hair. Like, it's the only thing that makes me feel like I have control in this world. So I just thought that was funny because like literally same. Um, she's getting ready for the fashion show. She's like, fuck this. I'm going to show up anyway. And she's wearing these gorgeous rhinestone lashes, which hello, euphoria. Again, skins did it first. Rhinestone lashes. It's a good look. And she gets to the school and Nick just rejects her. And... It's tough to watch. She's very, like, desperate for him to want to be with her. And just... She can tell that he's, like, slipping away from her, I guess. And that he is, like, interested in Liv. It's very obvious. And... Okay. Brooklyn's best. I'm not... Fucking Brooklyn. I'm sorry. (laughs) Bristol's best. Not Brooklyn's best. Bristol's best goes to <laughs> I'm so tired y'all goes to Aloe and Grace in the non-binary fits they go so hard they look like frog and toad they're wearing earth tone like suit jackets checkered everything these like pantaloons it's chef's kiss beautiful It's the queer representation we all need. It's the moment. I love it. Um, So, yeah, Bristol's best goes to them. Check it out. You'll agree with me, I think. Um, So, yeah, Minnie's just feeling like Liv is getting all of the rewards because now Liv gets to be the final person in the fashion show with Nick. And... Minnie's like, what the fuck? I work so hard to keep everything under control and everything's going terrible and slipping away from me and all these people who, like, don't even work for it get to have all these great moments. And, yeah, I've definitely... I mean, I'm saying that because I've thought that before of, like, how come people who don't even 
try and are just laid back they get to like have all the good things in life you know whatever I mean I don't think that way anymore but I used to when I was younger and I thought that you could control everything and I don't know that's just not how life works clearly so um there's like this little after party after the fashion show and Minnie once again gets overstimulated, which makes me think she has, like, sensory issues because the flashing lights and maybe, okay, all right, maybe I'll reel it back and say maybe it's just her eating disorder brain and she's, like, losing it all the time. That could be it. But the two might also go together. You never know. I'm just an armchair podcaster diagnosing children from years and years ago in a fictional television show so take of it what you will you can project whatever diagnoses you want onto fictional characters who is to say so at the dance rich and grace oh my god the cutest scene ever i love this and (sighs) rich is so handsome and grace is so beautiful and he's like are we still friends and she's like i'm not friends with minnie anymore we can talk and He's like, are we friends? And she goes, I hope we could be more than that if you're cool with that. And then they have a little kiss and it's so beautiful and my heart flutters. It's so romantic and sweet. And oh, it was like my favorite part of the episode. I loved it. I just took a second to check the audio quality. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, so when I started doing this podcast, I was really quiet and nervous about talking to the microphone. And then I noticed even in the last episode, like, I can back away from the microphone a little bit because I get really hyped and I start yelling and then it gets, like, crackly sounding. So I will be moving the microphone another foot away from my face and I apologize if the audio quality has suffered because I'm too fucking hype, uh, I'll work on it. But I will not become less hype. I will simply adjust the microphone as necessary. Anyway, so... During this dance, Nick and Liv kiss, and he says that he'll dump Minnie if she wants, and it's just gross. I hate him. He's also, like, kind of taking advantage of Liv, just being really confused, and he's really playing off of Minnie and Liv's, like, friendship tensions, and I don't know. He's definitely benefiting by having all the girls at once and pitting them against each other, which I hate. Minnie's outside crying and smoking, which I was, like, a little surprised to see her smoking. Again, smoking cigs and working out is a terrible combination, but been there, done that because of skins, and yeah, it's skins. We have to smoke. So she's sitting outside crying, and Frankie comes outside to comfort her, and there's a very beautiful and gay scene of Frankie comforting Minnie and asking her to light Frankie's cigarette for her and it's the beginning of them making a little bit of amends we'll see what happens with that and they head back inside Frankie sees this unnamed guy that she saw when she was um shooting the little pellet gun thing and that guy showed up for a minute and we also see from Minnie and Frankie's perspective that uh, 
Nick and Liv definitely banged, like, in the bathroom at the dance, which is pretty gnarly. So this really triggers Minnie to try to win him back. It's so sad. Like, these whole last scenes are so sad. I hate everything about it, and I just wrote so many frowny faces in my notes because it's so depressing. She literally says to him, like, I'll try harder. I'll do whatever. We'll make you like me. And... Oh, that's so sad. I hate feeling like that, and I hate seeing her be this way. Because Minnie is such a bad bitch. Like, she's beautiful. You know, she could... She has so much potential, and I don't want to see her wasting it on Nick. Nick the dick. And so, whatever. She's like really insecure getting undressed we can see that her body's a big insecurity and she's like covering her stomach getting into bed covering herself with the blankets and they have very depressing sex it's awful and then she just wakes up in the morning and he's gone he left a note that he went to practice and like it's real bleak and she just feels empty and sad and used uh, the song Don't Be Afraid It's Only Love plays, which I really like that song. I was gonna look up the actual artist and stuff, but I didn't, because I forgot. But it's a great song at the end playing, and she walks home. She takes off her high heels and heads home. And on her way home, on this, like, walk of shame or whatever, she sees her mom also doing the same thing and there's a lot of symbolism there of like her only role model is her mom and now she's turning out to be exactly like her mom but she clearly doesn't want to be like her mom she wants love she doesn't want to be old and alone and just hooking up with people oh it's so sad I also don't want to be old and alone and just hooking up with people. Oh, it makes me so depressed to think about. So I'm with Minnie in the journey to find true love and all the best for her. I'm excited to see her grow because she really will. And I think I don't really remember anything about these seasons, but it's fine. I have faith that Minnie will grow and she will find love. So, yeah, this was a little bit of a rambly one and a little bit unfocused, but I just really love Minnie's character. I have a lot of theories about her. I relate to her. In some ways I don't. In some ways I do. What do you guys think about Minnie? And then the next episode is Liv. I truly do not remember anything about that episode so we will have to see what happens but there's only eight episodes in this season so we're really like getting through it it's crazy that in one year we've covered almost everything we're getting there so thank you for listening i hope you guys have a great week stay warm stay safe in the snow if it's snowing where you are and yeah we'll be back next friday with liv's episode you can check out at oh wow the podcast on instagram and i'll be uploading all the back episodes to youtube soon so you can listen to them there okay thanks bye